Hi there, Celeste here, and welcome to I Support That, a podcast for anyone who needs a time out from running the race that is their everyday lives, who just needs to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck they're going to do next. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump right into it. I have had this on my mind like all weekend. Um, It is a long weekend for everyone who has Monday off. I hope you guys are reflecting and relaxing and enjoying your extra time in whatever way you see fit. I chose to spend some extra time with my family. Unfortunately, my car, Sable, was in the shop, so I was able to spend the, well, it it was unfortunate that my car was in the shop, but it was nice to be able to spend some extra time with my family, which really leads me to that transition from being a child to an adult and having a different relationship with your parents and even different relationships with people around you. So that transitional period, and when I started reflecting, I think it maybe started happening as a teenager where you kind of get all that turmoil with your parents because you're trying to get your independence, they're trying to learn how to let go, and it is almost like a power struggle, you know, and depending on what kind of parents you have and depending on what kind of personality you have, that phase in life can look very different. For my parents and I, it was uh, <laughs> it was a very uh, rocky road, I'll put it that way. I was very strong-willed. I was a knucklehead. You know, um, I have very strong opinions. I've always had very strong opinions. I've you know, a little bit of an independent streak. I see things the way I see them and I will listen to other points of view, but very seldom does that have an impact on my mindset on if I change it. And that is a lot to handle in a body of someone that you are charged to take care of, I'm sure. You know, I I cannot begin to imagine, you know, just looking back, from my perspective, some of the conversations I remember having with my parents, um, I don't know as an adult how, how I am alive today because I was in a home that my parents believed in spankings. You know, my parents believed in punishment and I got my fair share of, um, you know, whippings, beatings, spankings, whatever you want to call them. My parents did not spare the rod. Um, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I made it. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I feel like we were always getting hit for something. Um, and, you know, I, I'm never going to say a child deserves to get hit. But in my parents' discipline, in my parents' disciplinary style, um, the rubric of what it took to get hit, I was I was there on a regular basis. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But looking back, you know, no one taught them how to let go. You you have this this child that you from day one were responsible for ev- like literally everything. You had to keep them alive. You had to teach them 
everything about the world. And now all of a sudden, they don't want you to teach them about nothing. At the tender age of, you know, 12, 11, 13, they know it all, have seen it all, have done it all, and want you to go kick rocks somewhere. So I'm sure that was quite the adjustment. And, you know, over it was over, an overnight feeling of me wanting to uh, them to back down and sit down somewhere. So that was a little bit of a power struggle. And, you know, getting through that and, uh, you know, I'm going to say we, we got through it. It was it was, you know, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, I got kicked out of the house pretty young and didn't talk to my parents for quite some time. But now I love them dearly and we have a great relationship. But it, it was it was really rough there for a while. But now that we now that I'm an adult, having a different relationship with them is really, really nice where, you know, I'm still their child, but I'm an adult child. So, you know, they I I get a level of respect. You know, I will be honest, my parents still try to tell me what to do sometimes. And I think that that is just something that your parents feel like they're always entitled to do. And um, I have way more respect as an adult than I did as a child. And which is really, I think, I don't know if that's backwards or not, but that's just kind of the way that it is. You know, Um, I, I think I just had to get a little bit more life on me. And so I, you know, am a little bit wiser and you know, if, if, if they want to tell me what to do sometimes go for it, you know, cause honestly, they never said anything that was meant to harm me. They always had my best in- interest at heart. And sometimes it's just easier to go with the flow, you know, and it's really nice to have a different sort of relationship. It's really nice for that relationship to kind of move through those growing pains and become something different where I, you know, have a friendship with my parents. Like I like them as people. And one thing I said to them when I was younger, which again, my disclaimer, I like, you know, I was disrespectful. I was an angry child when my buttons were pushed and it, it wasn't even, Back then, I didn't really recognize it as anger. It was just, this is the way I feel, and I'm just going to say it. And if you can't handle the truth, then it's your problem. And the older that, I, that I've that i gotten, I've realized that, hey, just because it's your truth in the moment doesn't mean it's going to be your truth five minutes from now, because I was a hormonal teenager. And my truth didn't stay my truth for very long. You know, that was one thing that, you know, I... My grandma would always say, you don't have to say the first thing that pops into your mind. And I wish I would have taken that advice a little bit more often because a lot of the time, how I was feeling in the moment, if I honestly probably would have waited five minutes, I wouldn't feel in that way anymore. But I honestly felt that way in the moment. You know, it it was a true feeling, but it didn't need to be said. And if I would have just waited that's not how I truly felt. When I really shifted and and was alone with my thoughts and sorted through how I was feeling, it really wasn't that serious. But on one occasion, I remember very vividly telling my parents that I don't know them as people. And they could be very good people. They could be very fun people. But 
they're not being very good parents. And that's the edited version. <laughs> I didn't I didn't say it quite in that way, <laughs> but that's that's the edited version. Um I think I might have said they suck as parents, but they could be very nice people. I don't know them as people, but they suck as parents. And we used to have these family meetings that were like safe spaces where we could kind of say what we wanted without getting in trouble. Um, I just want to say my parents did not uphold the the rules of the family meetings, (laughs) okay? I was always in trouble for what I was saying during these family meetings. But again, I get it. I I had a smart mouth, you know, so whatevs. But I thought it was a safe place to express what I wanted to express. Um, joke was on me. But anyway, I can honestly say now, hey, my parents are nice people. Like, like, yeah, I had it right. Like maybe my parents sucked in that, you know, 13 year old's head and whatever they were doing at the time, they probably did suck in, in my mind. But like, they are good parents and they are good people. And like, now I get to know them as both. Now I've gotten to know them as people and as parents. And I was right. Like, they are really chill people. They're fun. And I will say this for my adult listeners. You have not lived, if your parents partake in any sort of alcohol or, you know, even on special occasions like weddings or, you know, New Year's Eve or whatever kind of holidays you guys celebrate, you have not lived until you've seen your parents a little tipsy or a little buzzed. Like, that is the most fun. Like, my parents are so cool. And, like, they're just really fun to be around. So I'll give you guys an example we have this long weekend and my dad loves to grill. So they, uh, my parents, uh, my mom, like, I don't know what the heck she does. Like she can just throw some random ingredients together and make like the best sauces you've ever had. And like my dad will put some meat on the grill and together they make amazing food. But here's the thing. They don't buy like branded sauces. So like I'm always complaining when I go over there because I want like hot honey barbecue chicken and this was a legit complaint. So story time. I have been complaining for the last four weeks because all I've wanted was some hot honey barbecue glaze like chicken breast. I went to a festival in summer is not summer in Washington, North Carolina, and it was the summer festival. They had a beehive there, and they had this like hot honey, um, like like what was honey with like uh, peppers in it, like local peppers to the area. And I uh, did a, I had a sample, loved it. My dad likes to grill. I thought this would be a great gift. His birthday is in the end of July. I was like, oh yeah, bet this is going to be awesome. So got that back. My dad has yet to use it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to use this if you don't, dad. Like, this is what I want. Okay, great. Well, I can't find barbecue sauce in my parents' house because there's no labels on anything. Again, I said my mom makes amazing sauces, but she doesn't label anything. She'll have this random jar in the far corner of the refrigerator and she'll expect you to know that it's in there. No, ma'am, 
I like who just reaches in the jar, gets some brownish liquid, and is like, "Yep, there's the barbecue sauce. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour this on my chicken." No, I'm not just gonna grab some random unlabeled jar from a refrigerator for who knows how long it's been in there. There's no label on it, no writing and permanent marker, and just gonna go slather my chicken in that. Absolutely not, right? And now I know what you're thinking. Why didn't you just ask, Celeste? I did ask. And when I did ask, you know what I got? I didn't get a straight answer, okay? I got, my mom said something about some vinegar barbecue. I don't know. She gave me some big jar and it smelled like vinegar and it was not good. And I don't understand the barbecue in North Carolina. There's like an East Coast, West Coast vibe. There's some kind of beef rivalry around here. I don't know. Anyway, it's super serious. If you do not live in North Carolina, please Google it. It is like a Eastern part of the state likes their barbecue one way and the Western part of the state likes their barbecue another way. And if you live in the wrong part of the state and you say you like the wrong kind of barbecue, people will cut you. It is that for real. So she had barbecue sauce that was like really thin and it, it smelled like straight apple cider vinegar with mother that people like tell you to, to drink in the morning because it'll like give you healing properties or something. I was not putting that on my chicken. That was not going to go good with the honey glaze. I need something that can caramelize. I want like bubbles on the grill. Okay, bubbles. No. Anyway, fast forward. I said, fine. I don't understand why my parents can't just buy barbecue sauce. I went like I had a whole like freaking soliloquy in the living room about the importance of barbecue sauce and how I'm going to start buying it because every time I buy barbecue sauce, it always disappears from my parents' house, but they never replenish the barbecue sauce. Okay. So I went to the store last week and bought like just a random whatever was on sale, which was probably like Sweet Baby Ray's, like brown sugar barbecue sauce, something basic. Put it in there. Now again, Sable was in the shop, so I had to spend the night at my parents' house for a couple of nights. So um, by the time, I think that was like Thursday and Friday, I spent the night at their house of last week. All right, great. I bought the barbecue sauce probably like Sunday. I kid you not, when I got there and looked in their cupboard on Thursday, or excuse me, I came Wednesday. When I looked in the cupboard on Wednesday, it was half gone. Half gone. Where did the barbecue sauce go? Where did it go? What alien, what person broke into your house and only used the barbecue sauce? Okay. There is a need for barbecue sauce at my parents' home, and they refuse to buy it. So now my parents are making this glaze or whatever. I taste it, and lo and behold, it tastes like real barbecue sauce. It it has, dare I say, a brown sugar-esque taste to it. Now, when I asked my mom, did she or did she not use some of my barbecue sauce and her concoction, I did not get a straight answer, which leads me to believe it has not been confirmed, but I have a strong suspicion that Sweet Baby Ray's went into whatever kind of conco concoction was in her mason jar. 
Now, again, I didn't see what was in her mason jar. Allegedly, she has a mason jar full of whatever kind of sauce she made, which I believe because, again, my mom just, I don't know how she does it. She has a gift. She has all kinds of like potions and jars and like dill weeds and herbs and spices in there. And I don't touch it because like, I'm not going to know what to do with it. And I would just, I would just wreck it, you know, but she, she makes it good anyway. So my parents cooked together or my dad grilled and my mom made the sauces and the, and the seasonings and the marinades for all of the meat that my dad grilled. And do you know what was not an item? Chicken breast. All of that hullabaloo that I have been ranting and raving about, like I sat up there and performed a whole monologue in your living room and held y'all hostage for like four weeks, okay? Every weekend, y'all had to hear my mouth about this hot honey glazed barbecue chicken that I wanted. And what did you not make? You did not make chicken breast. I was so disappointed, y'all. I was compl- I was so done. I was so done. But we had a good time because I got to like rag on them about like, hey, this is great. Okay, I'm glad the dream team came out, but the dream team came out to play soccer and I I asked for basketball. Like, what are y'all doing? They did make some banging steak though. So I I I have to give them that. Like my dad brought some New York uh, I think it's like New York strip New York steak, strip steak, or I don't know the cut of me, but it was like New York steak or strip steak or something. It was delicious. It was seasoned to perfection. It was amazing. Then um, I was going to come over to drop some boxes off. And my my mom said she wanted fingerling. No, dad said he wanted fingerling potatoes. I don't eat potatoes, fun fact. Now, I will eat french fries as long as they are not too thick so they don't taste like potatoes. So I will not eat like potato wedges or anything like that. So I also don't know that there are different types of potatoes. Like I know that there are yams and sweet potatoes, but I didn't know that there were other types of potatoes. So I learned something new yesterday. I had no idea what the what a fingerling potato was, so I was at the Wegmans searching for fingerling potatoes, and finally my dad was like, look, just look for something small and round and yellow, <laughs> even if it doesn't say fingerling. As long as it's small and round and yellow, it'll work. So I'm like, bet, perfect. So yeah, just little things like that that I'm able to enjoy just the humor and getting to know my parents as people and seeing their more carefree, jovial side is amazing. You know, walking in my parents' house and seeing them dance in the living room while they're playing like 70s disco and I can just roll my eyes because my parents are, sorry, that's Tokyo. He wanted to make an appearance. (laughs) My parents are still those people who are like sickeningly in love. It's so cute. I can't stand it, but I love them. Um, But it it is adorable. So just like I said, sometimes you got to go through those growing pains to get to getting to know your parents as people. And even parents getting to know your children as people. Because I'm sure my parents were, whew, 
I'm a middle child, guys, and I am probably a middle child in every sense of the word. And I am sure my parents did not know about me for a while. I don't, I'm like, they probably did not know if I was going to make it there. But I like to think that they're proud of me as a person and that they think that I'm an okay person. You know, I get to joke with them and rag on them and, you know, just go over there and, and have a good time and, you know, just misplace things in their house on purpose, like move my dad's phone from upstairs to downstairs so he doesn't know where it's at and just poke fun and, and you know, still do childish things, but have a good time and, and things that I should be mature enough not to do so they don't suspect me anymore because I'm an adult, but I'm still a child at heart. So get away with doing and it's just really nice to have to have that transition be complete. And, you know, I think we're going through another transition, which now I feel like I have the frustration or I have the frustrating part because I feel like I am like I want to be here to take care of them. And they feel like it's their job to take care of me still to some app, you know, to some to some effect. So I feel like this next transition in life is probably going to be where I really understand and I'm going to have the the harder issue because, you know, it's where you start to feel like you're kind of the parent sometimes and you're like, mom, dad, like, why the heck are you doing that? Just stop it. You know, like my dad and technology and some of the emails that he gets or he's like, should I click on that? And I'm like, no, why would you click on that? Why? It clearly says add next to it. Did did you sign? Did you inquire about this? Well, no, but it says I want, well, no, you know, you didn't win, you know, like now my dad's not quite that bad, but like, dude, you, you know, you didn't sign up to win anything. Who cares if it says you won? You, you know, you didn't win. Don't click on that. You know, just like little things like that, or, you know, Hey, this person called and said, my Amazon prime account has an iPhone charge. You don't even have Amazon prime. Like, why are you worried about it? Like, so <laughs> I feel like um, this comes with a new set of fresh, you know, just frustration for me, but I'm learning to be patient through it. And I'm learning to, you know, again, go through those growing pains and um, hopefully I can be, you know, graceful about it and I can give my parents what they need, just like they were able to give me what I needed and um, it didn't always look pretty, but I know that they, I knew that they loved me. And I hope that um, even if it doesn't always look pretty in this next phase of the transition, that they always know that I love them. And this is something that you can even apply, like I said, to any relationship in life. You know, if you used to date a person and now you guys are just friends, well, you know, you might go through those, that growing pains. You might go through that transition where you're still kind of have, you know, look at them and you have to put up those boundaries and you might fall into those old habits until you rework some things and, you know, put your foot down on some things and make sure that you are reaffirming that you are just friends and you, it might take a little bit, but I think once you, have and and go through that transition of friendship or excuse me being in a romantic relationship to just being friends that it can work you know i have several people in my life that 
um, I used to date and we're really good friends now. And there's nothing lingering there. There's nothing romantic going on. It's just, hey, I, I wish the best for you. I want the best for you. And I pray that you have nothing but the best. <laughs> and I, I think that that can happen. I think you just have to be in the right mindset. And you have to be willing to go through those growing pains if the relationship is worth it. And if you think that there's a friendship on the other side of it, not everything is salvageable and not everything is worth trying to save. So I think as long as you guys keep that into perspective and keep that in mind, everything will work out. All right. Well, that's all I have for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to my wild and crazy life with my parents <laughs> and everything going on. Hopefully I can get out and get some fun going. There are some festivals around town that I want to get to and I can continue the Keep It Local series. So that's going to be my goal. So please look out for that in the next couple of weeks. Also, I am working on getting a guest to come on who is a great friend of mine and an author. So I'm teasing that now and I know that she listens. So just throwing that out there and we'll get her to come on and talk all about her book series and what she has going on now. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. This is Celeste and you've listened to I Support That. Bye.